What's up, guys? Stop that ass. You think you're being funny, but you're being really, really childish. Jackson likes to wear makeup. Jackson cries his way through sex. Jackson keeps a ruler by the side of the bed, and every day when he wakes up, okay, enough. enough. <laughs> Alright, today on our podcast, video cast, we're going to be uh, covering two subjects. Um, symbols and sigils, or, you know, that's the one subject in uh, Supernatural. And then the other one's going to be, Jackson's going to cover... Style. Style. Fashion. Going to be talking about fashion. Supernatural fashion. Mm-hmm. Super fashion. And as always, it's, there's uh, we got Jackson Boyd here, our, our lovely host. Oh, I'm the host, huh? Yeah. You're the host, and I'm the producer, I guess. Then why am I not introducing you? Oh, we, oh you're right. Go ahead. No, yeah. we'll switch these roles up, right? So I'm Jackson Boyd, the host of this show, Team Free Will. Hashtag TFW. Throw that on all the social media sites, okay? Hashtag TFW. Three letters. It's not that hard. With me is my producer, uh, Danny Wilt, my uh, esteemed colleague in the world of what is not natural. <laughs> it's unnatural. Yeah. Didn't they almost call that show the show that? Yeah, I think unnatural. so. The show was almost named unnatural. Is yeah, I think so. I think so. Uh, there are a lot of different names there. I don't like that. Um, so we're going to start this off with uh, me talking about the signs and uh, symbols of supernatural. I have uh, a lot of books that I've referenced. I have the uh, the mythology of supernatural, which I've ordered off Amazon, and the I think John Winchester's diary, but that itself is just it's weird it switches from like you would think that okay this diary is going to have like handwriting you know fonts but it doesn't it's it switches from like type to like handwriting looking fonts and then back to type and it's just always you know before before you get to the good stuff you know when they're still kids it's like today's dean's birthday he wanted a gun for his birthday you know what you showed me it's kind of it's bizarre it, it could have done better i think it it's been odd written. and even um they, there should have been another draft because even uh, uh later on you find out that uh henry winchester was supposed to have that journal he ordered it for his amount of letters notes and stuff like that mm. but uh it came in i guess and henry never came back so john used it and in the book he says that um a hunter told him to buy a journal and write everything down in it which is just Later, you find out it's not accurate. So I guess there are other drafts written later on. But also, this uh, book I have, I got from my uh, my grandmother, um, uh, the Book of Signs by Rudolf Rudolf Koch. Um, old Rudy Cockboy, right? Old Cockboy, right there. Um, which is actually was really helpful in um, and uh, learning about how like what line like lines and dots and circles and and actually what a monogram really is because people think a monogram is like your first initial and then your last initials in the middle and then your middle ones at the end. That's not really. Yeah, what a you monogram said it was is. like where it, it makes a shape or something. Yeah, it's, it's it's basically the, all the letters for a name. They're, yeah. they're like stacked on top of each other yeah, or arranged yeah. in, in a creative way where only only people who know what it is like recognize it right like and there's actually a whole chapter in here for the monograms of christ like there there's like a bajillion of them um the monograms of christ yeah christ had a lot of monograms like these these uh are all i'm gonna probably not zoom in 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 post um (laughs) these are all monograms they look bananas um, there's one that just literally looks like bay it's b-a-e it looks exactly like bay what does that mean uh good health yeah, good health. Uh, a awesome. form of greeting often found at the conclusion of old uh, documents, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, there's a lot of them anyway. Um, but this was really helpful, especially the first chapter, which is just general signs. Um, so what? So what? Like what? What? So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna talk about the uh, a lot of the signs that you see in supernatural and the symbols that you see written on the background or that they do. They're actually, they, they exist like in the real world. They're not fictional. Um, specifically the pentagram, which is actually not anything demonic or satanic. They actually get it right on the show. It is, a, uh, is used to uh, uh, banish uh, evil spirits or demons. Um, it's only when it's upside down that it's supposed to be something satanic, and that's really... <sighs> Isn't that like the upside down cross, too? Like, everybody thinks that that means... Yeah. Like, bad stuff. Yeah, but it's the cross of St. Peter because he 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 felt that his uh, crucifixion was not worthy of of the same way Christ was crucified. Damn. 
so he wanted to be crucified upside down. Which is rough when you think about it. Like, really rough. Um, it doesn't really sound like a good time. No, say. it doesn't. I mean, being crucified is just was just like a was a terrible way to die, and it's weird that it's it's kind of funny how Christians. Not I don't know if it's funny, but it's it's, it's interesting say. how Christians use the the crucifix the crucifix as a like as a symbol of being a Christian. You know that like I guess that pain that that Christ had to go well, through. Well, the whole well, we're not gonna talk about. But uh, anyway, religion. but yeah, no, I, I get what what you're saying. But yeah, a lot of them do. Like in some episodes, you'll see um. On the background, you'll see like this funny-looking four, and one part of it has like a curve, and that's the symbol. Turned right to it. Yep, there it is, and it's the symbol for uh, Jupiter. Astrologically, it's the symbol for Jupiter, and it's also the symbol for ten. The biggest planet in the solar system. The big. He's the king of the planets. King of the planets. King of the planets. Bringer of gelidity, baby. Bringer of jello. What'd you say? Gelidity. Jelloidity. Being j- joy. The act of getting jello. Okay, um, so, and then the other ones are made up. There, there are a lot of symbols in there that are made up, um, and they're, and I think, I believe from what I was reading in this book that they're based, they're loosely based off of um, some of the stuff in here. Like, there was, there was one that looked like the, the uh, tulpa symbol that's used to focus, like, um, thought or something like that. Um, but, but it's like, tulpa, yeah. it's up, it was upside down. Yeah, this one right here. Um, it's a, I think it's a, um, what is it? Form of the Chrismon, but it's um, one of my like one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, was the I think it's in the first season when there's all that writing on the the house that Dean and Sam go into, and Dean's like, oh, I think I recognize one of those symbols, and it ends up being like the logo. It's a Blue Oyster Cult. Oh yeah, dude, they, yeah. they play. There are a lot of songs that play. I was looking through season one, and a lot of Blue Oyster Cult. Like, there's a lot of songs in those episodes. Don't fear the Reaper. Yeah, don't fear the Reaper. Um, but uh, if you turn this, basically. It, it seemed like they took, they found this sign, turned it upside down, and then kind of disconnected or, or you know erased. I, I guess I don't know erased uh, where the lines connect and put a dot there. Um, but uh, so I, I think a lot of the, the signs that they that they use are like altered somehow. Um, but the one that was made specifically for supernatural um, was the angel uh, banishment sigil. Right. Um, that one. Uh, if you if you look at it, uh, it seems to look like it, it looks weird at first. You see like a triangle, and you know there's different variations of it. There's like a quick one they do, and then there's the elaborate one when they first do it. You know, and it's a blood sigil, so it has to be done in human blood, even if it's like a vessel. Of course. Um, so when you look at it, it looks weird because there's a circle, there's a triangle on top, there's an N, and there's an N on the other side of the triangle, and then in the lower left, uh, there's this ribbon. And then there's a, a three, a Z, and then uh, it, sort of like a little loop thingy. And then in the middle, there's this weird, like, it looks like a T that's like kind of broken and falling down and going back across. Um, so in, uh, in, in typography, um, a stroke is any just like, it's just like a line that goes from point A to point B. And um, then there's something called a stem, which is similar to a stroke, where there's a there's a line, and it's like the base line from which other lines uh, stem off of. Um, so in this, I actually took a bunch of notes right here. Oh my god! Damn. <laughs> but um, and then there's also what's called an arm, which is uh, uh, like a, it looks like a stroke, but it's really just like it's disconnected by another line, another stroke. But um, the main line is, is a stem, and it's the one on the far right, and the, there's a little stroke that stems off from it at the bottom. And then there's another, and there's some arms at the top of the stroke at the top, and there is a diagonal uh, stroke right there. And that's like, that's what's called a, uh, that's the, that's the thing that, that gives the symbol weight. Because that's like the first thing you see. If you ever look at any like symbol or icon or anything, the thing that's the biggest, that takes up the most space, is the thing you see the first that has the most weight. And these, and these lines um, are the thing that take up the most space. And you have all these other little doodles around it. Um, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to sort of break down the um, angel banishment sigil um, from what I've read here. Um, so you have a vertical line um, at the top when you first draw it. And it means, um, what did I write? The vertical line is a uh, oneness of God or descending or yearning for higher power. 
remember the banishment sigil just sends angels not back to heaven. I don't know if it's that, but they send them like to the other side of the earth or some random spot. Yeah. So the, the oneness of God is the uh, vertical line, uh, uh, descending or yearning of higher power. So it's kind of like a back and forth thing. The angle, which is like, which is right here, um, the angle is like the celestial meeting of, of the terrestrial plane of like the of like heaven and earth where they meet. They don't cross, they meet. Um, and uh, it's also reciprocation, recipro reciprocation. I always have a hard time with that it's word. It's a hard word, yeah. It's a hard word. Anyway, that thing of uh, between God and earth. And um, also a side note, the Mason Lodges of the Middle Ages, it also meant um, justice and integrity. And then the uh, triangle at the top is a uh, representative of um, Godhead, or uh, yeah, that's the thing. And <laughs> I don't really know what that means. Godhead. Um, but it's also the Pythagorean uh, symbol for wisdom, and it's the uh, female element of the terrestrial and uh, uh, yearning for higher power. Um, and on that, this is a side note. This isn't really in. Well, I'm going to get to it later. But the upside down. Uh, and these are again. There, there are many different. There are different um, subjects for each, like like a triangle in, in the general sense means this, but in alchemy it means fire. So, um, but the upside down triangle is a is a is of the male element, and it's celestial and striving for truth or striving for the terrestrial. Because you know, people say like you know truth is something that's like people who are being honest, it's, they're being down to earth. You know that they're being truthful. So it's the celestial yearning for like the down to earthness or whatever, and then the the female element is the terrestrial yearning for the celestial. Um, so they kind of go they they go together. There's even another symbol where you stack them both and it looks like the Star of David. Um, and then you have the uh, the horizontal line, which is just representative of Earth, which goes back to the angle, which is you know where the terrestrial meets the um, celestial. And then you have the circle, which combines this whole. Um, little uh, shape right here and the circle is base is being without beginning or end it also is the sleeping eye of God um, which is uh, the spirit of God moving upon the face of the waters um, but the you know, being without beginning or end um, and then uh, so there's there's that element so you have all those all the strokes and the angles right there and you have the circle and then you have the triangle on the top. Now the other weird little thing is, is something that I could never really figure out, and it took me a while. The N, I believe, is um, if you look at the, uh, if you take the, this goes back to the triangles, if you take the triangle where it's pointed up and the one where it's pointed down and you kind of stick them next to each other, it looks like a, like a diamond shape with a line through it. And um, it's, it's basically the, uh, here it would be the terrestrial and the celestial lying next to but clear of each other. But if you take that, right here and you just take out these two lines you have an end so I, oh think, my God. I think that's what that would represent because that makes sense there um now you have this little ribbon symbol at first i was like is this the jesus fish but i don't think so it's uh it's this ribbon symbol which is actually uh it i think it got popular in the 40s it had to do with the yellow ribbon um Something about a yellow ribbon. That's when it really got started in the 1940s or something like that. But it became really popular as a symbol of like awareness or support for like charities and stuff like that in the 90s. So the ribbon would you know represent awareness or support. The three. Well, I'm gonna get to three. Three's gonna be last. Um, Z. Uh, Z is the um, alchemy symbol for ten. Well. It's a very basic symbol of ten. It's 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 a Z, but it also has a line through it. Um, ten is also represented in alchemy for through like three other ones. Um, one, the two of them is like a Z, a seven with a line through it, and the other one looks like the the Jupiter symbol. Mm -hmm. That's ten. So uh, and ten is one of the seven uh, metals um, in the periodic table elements. Um, and lastly, or there's also the broken infinity symbol. So that weird little circle with a little like tail at the end of it. That's like the infinity circle, but it's broken, meaning like nothing will last forever. Basically saying like this angel's um, being here in this room, uh, it's not going to last forever. Right. You're eventually you're going to get sent away. It doesn't last forever. Um, and then lastly is the three. And the reason I kept that for last is because it is very, very symbolic, especially if you're into like numbers and numerology. Um, so the three represents good fortune. 
um, and it's the Pythagorean uh, first true number. Um, it's also represented by the triangle that has three, three corners, three lines, and uh, it's the number of the divine. It's the number of time, uh, representing the past, present, future, birth, life, death, beginning, middle, end. And it's also a sacred number. It's usually used when people are doing like a ritual or something like that. It's, it's usually done, the ritual is done three times. Uh, for example, uh, when Henry Winchester was doing the blood uh, sigil to go, you know, blood leads to blood. <laughs> he says like, Kana li pogo. He says it three times in the, uh, in that 20s. He says it three times and then it works. Um, and three is also a, uh, it, it's a, it's a magic number, you know, in a lot of like fairy tales, there's like, there are three challenges a hero has to overcome or something like that. You know, uh, the Goldilocks and three bears, you know, and, and stuff like that. It's, it's three is in a lot of like fairy tales and stuff like that. Um, three is a, uh, was it the, uh, I wrote here three primary numbers. I think I meant to write colors. Yeah, my bad. I wrote numbers. Uh, three. Uh, there are three primary colors, which which make or create the other colors. So you have like red, yellow, and blue, and they also you know you combine these colors to make other colors. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, I think the three is the most important one. So when you uh, combine all these shapes together, um, it, and you read into all this uh, all this um, this nerdy crap that I looked up. You can actually find meaning in some of these uh, supernatural uh, symbols that you see that you're not quite sure what they mean or if they even mean anything. So, uh, you know, it's it's uh, fun to take what uh, what because I, I I took um, typography class and there's a lot of it that had to do with like ancient symbols and 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 stuff like that and uh, it, it's really fun to go and, and uh, interpret some of these things by uh, you know. Uh, revisiting what you've learned and and trying to figure out what exactly it means also and compare it to the context that's being used in the show which in this case would be like a fashion decision so I just geeked out really hard that <laughs> I think was the nerdiest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life mm -hmm. that, that was like oh yeah let's see what you got though let's see what you got out of, out of the water with that um what do you got mine, which mine doesn't even have like a can like hold a candle to that because first, sure? first of all I don't have a whiteboard that like that that leveled up the nerdiness by about five and also <laughs> I only got like three or something yeah I didn't uh, yeah I didn't take typography so that that kind of went over my head a little bit but it's very interesting interesting because yeah. you know in the in the past we just communicated with grunts and, and pointing and stuff but that's true you know so yeah the fashion of supernatural i guess in the same way that uh, that the 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 symbols and sigils of supernatural interested you very much i was always interested in the fashion because i'm a conceited little fuckboy and um clothing is very uh very interesting to me, especially on TV shows and movies and stuff like that, wardrobe and and choice of like you know color and style. That's mm -hmm. always been very interesting to me what they choose for characters. And Supernatural, like more than any other show that I've ever seen, except for maybe like superhero shows, mm -hmm. have, have been very reliant on like sticking to a theme with clothing. Right. right. Like Sam and Dean have like they've worn the same thing. Like, other than color, they've worn the same thing for yeah. the the thirteen seasons. Flannel and jeans. On. Yeah, it's like very specific though. Mm -hmm. It's not just flannel and jeans. It's like Sam wears the very specific. Like he wears a plaid shirt with a V neck undershirt, and Dean wears his like open button down with a black or dark gray T shirt underneath. Yeah, it's, it's really specific, like, you never see Dean with his shirt buttoned up, you never see Sam with his button down, unless there's, like, a reason for it to be that way. Um, like, when Dean was living with Lisa, Lisa and Ben, he started having his shirt buttoned up, because it was like he was all domesticated, and, you know, he was being all dad, like, <laughs> construction worker, or whatever he was doing, and, uh... So unless there's a reason for it, they always and it's kind of like they're superheroes in a way. Like they have their they have their costume, they have their uniform that they sure. wear. 
But there's also, uh, and I, I am about to geek the fuck out on this. Tell me, I heard him ramble on and on about um, this stuff, and like, it does hold a candle next to what I just geeked out about. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> um, yeah, so there, there's a theme to that kind of stuff. I didn't realize it until, and you can put a link to it if it's still there, but there was a website, like a live journal, that I read a long time ago. I was probably 18 or 19 that kind of talked about how it's not just a coincidence that it, it seems like the writers actually do kind of uh, use clothing as almost a tool in the in the plot of the show. Uh, a perfect example of that is uh, when Dean was a demon and he wore his little red uh, button-down shirt. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whenever, whenever he was a demon, most of like, the big scenes of him being a demon, mm -hmm. not every scene, but like the really notable ones, and then throughout the rest of the season, whenever he was kind of going back to that. So like whenever he was, he had a little resurgence of demonisms. And then the finale too, when he was like all in, he was about to kill Sam, he wore that shirt. He wore that shirt when he was, uh, he was had- Was he wearing that shirt? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't Just question me. Like, okay, he right. was wearing that shirt. He knows, I don't- Um, it got bad. Like it got to, like I could tell you what Dean wears in almost every episode of the show. What is he wearing um, in the, uh, Lazarus Rising? Which one is that? You gotta remind me of the episode name. I'm not great with the episode names. Uh, season season four, episode one. Uh, oh, when he comes back. He was wearing a blue uh, like work shirt buttoned down with a black t-shirt and blue jeans. And then later he changes into... Uh, uh, it actually looks like one of Sam's shirts because it has those weird like hexagon button snap buttons. And he's wearing like an olive green kind of V-neck shirt, which again is like not something he would wear. So you could tell him, so, dude, so nerdy. It's it bad, like it's so really nerdy, bad. man. But it's so like interesting to me, and <laughs> it gets bad. It's I don't know. It's just really. Let's get really bad, Jackson. Let's see how bad it gets. Oh yeah, it's 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 bad. Um, yeah, it's it's bad. <laughs> He has like a lot of jackets. He has a lot, which I've never really understood that. Like their trunk is full of guns. Mm -hmm. I don't know where they're storing all these. Yeah, I kind of thought about that a couple times. And yeah. they're nine thousand pairs of diesel jeans. <laughs> but um, yeah, so another good example that that website mentions is when Dean, he the first few seasons of the show, he has what the website calls the red plaid shirt of angst. Which he wears whenever he's being all like brooding and, and pissy, and it's kind of the, it's a flannel. And in season one, he actually doesn't really wear a lot of flannels. Like everybody always says, like oh flannels, but he really I think that's I think the only flannel he wore. I feel like he just wears like a t-shirt and like a. He wears like work shirts. Yeah. Like mechanic, like Dickies or car yeah. like construction or with John's shirts. jacket over it. Yeah. yeah. Which it would make sense too, because that like that's how John dressed. Yeah. So he he dresses, which you see later, like in the later seasons, when he's kind of being less like his dad. Yeah. He starts wearing more plaid and, and kind of dressing. Like you know, his own way. I never really noticed how much flannel Sam wears until. See, Sam wears a shitload of flannel. Sam so, wears um, a lot of plaid and flannel. Oh, except in that uh, in Lazarus Rising, do you remember what he was wearing when you first see him? See, I'm not as good with Sam. I'm, I'm more he was like wearing that 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 douchebag uh, that douchebag dress shirts with the pattern on it on by the like shoulders and everything. Because he went to a hotel room and with Dean, the flowers. Yeah, it was a little floral looking pattern. Hate that shirt. And, yeah, that shirt I hate so it. Stupid. That like that like set the that set the bar for being into that season. It makes man. him look like he's like on Jersey Shore or something. He's being a dick, and he was being a dick because he That's was true. he was you know boning Ruby and and drinking up all of her demon blood and shit. And, Drinking it all up. Drinking it all up. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, like, the, the classic Dean look that I think everybody tries to recreate with, you know, whenever they dress up as Dean is, like, the, the Dickies work shirt, or the mm -hmm. blue work shirt, and then black t-shirt, and then the amulet. And that's another thing, too, is that Dean the has... The amulet. Yeah, yeah, the amulet. <laughs> Dean has a lot more, uh accoutrement than Sam. Like oh, he, yeah, he's got a ring. He has a lot of, like, it reminds me of, like, uh, Jack Sparrow, kind of, because he has these little <laughs> accessories that he's picked up over yeah. his years of doing things, like his ring. He has, like, was he has, like bracelets, too. Yeah, he had these, he, he wore bracelets for the first few seasons and then kind of ditched them. 
I think maybe when he came back from hell, they were, they were just like, Cass is like, nah, he doesn't need Rigos. He doesn't yeah, need those. He, he doesn't, doesn't need those. good on you. He doesn't need those. Nah, just leave him in hell. Is he like an old smoking ants? <laughs> nah, leave him in nah, hell. Leave, leave him in hell. No. We um, just need to bring Dean back. Just those Dean. don't even look good on you. Those don't look good on you, Dean. But, <laughs> and I think he wears his mom's ring for a while. It's a silver ring. I'm pretty sure it was his mom's, or supposed to be his mom's. And then he has obviously like the little amulet, like the, that's a big deal. It's like everything, like all of the, um, all of the really notable inanimate objects on Supernatural mm -hmm. are all Dean's. Like the Impala, and his leather jacket, and the Samulet, and I can't think of, like, uh, I think those are like the main things, but they're all his. Like, with the exception of, I guess, like, Cass's trench coat. It's, like, most of the things belong to Dean. Sam doesn't really have anything like that. Mm. A laptop. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's not, like, one specific laptop that's, like, the, the end-all thing. I feel like, uh, the... Who first used a demon-killing knife? Like, because you could take these two weapons, the Colt and the demon-killing knife, Ruby. and assign them to two people, but, like... I guess Ruby, because it's Ruby's knife. That's what they always call it. Um, but then yeah, Sam was nice. the one who really wanted to get the cult back. Yeah. Well, I was thinking if we were to take the cult and the demon knife, who who would? Well, honestly, who if would I would affiliate the cult with anybody, it would be John. It'd be John. Yeah, but yeah, like Sam doesn't really have anything like that. Which again, it's just like they always pay more attention to Dean as a character. I feel than Sam. Yeah. Uh, unless they go out of their way to pay more attention to Sam, but. Yeah, it's it really does seem like they use clothing in a in a like in a certain way. They use it as a tool to to kind of set the tone. Did you just do your your study and um? Did you major in Dean's fashion and do like a minor in Sam or? I didn't minor in Sam. That was just okay. kind of by proxy from learn from majoring in Dean. Mm -hmm. I just kind of picked up on a lot of okay. of Sam's as Are well. Are you gonna go back and, and Bobby too? Like, like I have Bob. Uh, you know, I'm thinking about it. I might go for an associates. Uh, right now, I just have a certificate in it, um, but I might go for my associates. I don't really see the need though because I already know enough. Like I, I know. Well, everything. you can always know more. And I don't think so. What do you know about Castiel's clothing? Well, it's pretty. It's pretty one-dimensional. There are some. Subtle, Is it? Well, I mean, he, <laughs> he wears a different coat a lot of the times. Like he has a shorter one and stuff. But um, I think he's gone through like four or three different trench coats that you see in the show. A couple different ties too. Yeah, um, a couple different ties. But one one season he doesn't really wear a tie. Yeah, which season was that? That's I think that's when he comes back from purgatory. No, that's not when he comes back from purgatory. Is it? He comes back from no. purgatory. He's he's given like this new like trench coat that's a little shorter. I feel like it's later. I feel like it's season ten or something when he's not wearing a tie. Yeah, it is because his uh, daughter, I want to say Jimmy Novak's daughter, yeah, gives him a new tie. Thing. It's like, oh, it doesn't look good on you or something, and like gives him a new tie, and from then on, he's wearing like, Oh, wait. Or maybe she just takes it off. I think she just takes the tie off. I don't know. I'll have to find out. I don't know. But either way, Dean is like my, my main my main dude with that, and I swear to God, like, it, it, like I could tell you like what shade of like black or gray t-shirt he wears in an episode. It's, it's that bad. It's that bad. Yeah, so if you have any questions, you know, about that, leave a comment, and, like, ask I'll me a question. I get asked about it, too, like, back in the day when, when I would, people would send me, like, pictures of their cosplay and stuff, like, oh, I'm dressed like Dean, and I wouldn't say anything, I'd be like, oh, it looks good, but it would be like, like, that doesn't, that's not good. Like, <laughs> like it would be good, but it's, it's like, oh, you he doesn't that. wear that shade of green, like, <laughs> <laughs> That's too pine green. He wears like army green, but yeah, no, it's it's really bad. Um, but it's it's just I don't know why it's so interesting to me. I mean, I've always been interested with that kind of stuff with TV shows that I watch. Like, I don't know why. It's just my thing, I guess. I should be a fashion designer. Yeah. Or work on a wardrobe on a show. Yeah. But and I can just design symbols, and you can just yeah, put you them on shirts and the background there for for symbols and stuff, and I can just design the wardrobe. And then boots, that's another thing. And actually... Boots? Yeah, they're boots. Like, they have very... I never really noticed it. I never really looked at their shoes. They have very, like, so... In season one, Dean wears black boots. 
It's the only season that he wears black boots. Okay. Every from the rest of the show, he's always worn brown boots. Fucking nerdy. As but fuck. he wears. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I mean. No, 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 like laced boots, uh, like steel toes, mm -hmm. and Sam wears like the ones, like the slip-ons. Okay. Mm. And that that's all like they've always. Well, what shoes have you has he worn from like season two going on? It's pretty much the same from what I can tell. Well, in okay, so in season uh, like the end of season seven, he starts wearing like logger boots, which are like a little higher up and are laced up to the top. They're not steel toes. Uh, How can you tell they're not steel toes? Because I've looked it up. Okay. And... That's the answer I was looking for. Yeah. Um, yeah. And a lot of it comes from the fact that when I was younger, I used to want to dress like Dean. Like, I wanted to dress exactly like him. Oh, you're such a huge fucking fan nerd! Oh, yeah, all the time. But not for, like, a re... Like, I wasn't like, oh, I'm gonna be Dean. It was just because I thought the way he dressed was, cool, like, really cool. Mm -hmm. Like, I just thought he, he dressed... Yeah, really you cool. wanted to be dressed in apples. Right. Pretty much. I mean, why wouldn't you, right? I mean, right, yeah. yeah. So... Yeah, so, okay... Separately nerdy in our own, in our own in our own ways, yeah. Uh, I believe if I'm, oh, I, I, I don't. I believe that Castiel or you know his trench coat, it, he's got like, there's like one trench coat for every episode. Like he's just got like a, his kit. They, the department has like a ton, like rows of trench coats. Different one for every episode of the show. There, there is a um, man. I could be mistaken, but I, I thought I, I watched an interview and they at they at they asked about like um like a similar question about like the trench coat or whatever and he was like you know that there's like there are rows and in, 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 in costume I mean, I'm sure there's trench a lot. it's kind yeah. of like the Impala there's like six there's stuff. five or six Impalas like one's one's like functional but you can't really drive it on the road because it doesn't go that fast or something like that yeah. the other ones it's basically just useful when the shots when they pull in to like a parking space or something like that right. the other one's just used for uh when they're in front of like a green screen, mm -hmm. and uh, there's another one that's just this, this. I'm not gonna say it's a prop because Baby's not a prop, um, but it's just it's its own character in the background. It does. It's not. And then there was one that actually does function, and in the episode it was like a bottleneck episode, where basically the episode takes place in one setting, mm -hmm. and it was the episode where uh, it was all from inside the car. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, it's a really good. It's called Baby. Is it called Baby? I think so. Okay. That was early um, season. But that, that was one of the last episodes I've watched. That was in a, in a row. Need to finish watching that. Um, that was a great like the way it was shot. It was really good. Um, and I believe they 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 uh, they put them in the car with the different cameras in there and just told them to go and just just drive and go. Right. And uh, then they just then they just didn't really have any directions from there, so they just started yeah. saying their lines and. But um, they probably could have just improv that whole episode. How long they've been saying the Dean? Probably, yeah. I'm, I'm, like, I'm yeah. betting that's some of that was. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, the um, a lot of there's a quite a few Impalas. Dean also wears a lot of Henleys. That's okay. kind of his alternate to like I guess when he doesn't want to wear a button down or wants to switch it up a little crazy. He uh, yeah, he'll wear a Henley sometimes, a little T-shirt underneath it, sometimes he won't. Hmm. Um, there was like one episode where he wore a white. Which was weird because he doesn't like neither of them wear white that often. Um, though Sam is more prone to, with his floral. Yeah, and in season one, Sam dressed like really differently. Like I guess it was because he's like getting out of college, so he dressed really yeah. preppy. He had a lot he had of like polos, the, yeah, polos with like a, a hoodie over it, yeah, and then like a little jacket, like that. Dawson's Creek or whatever. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, just very. I mean, he was like twenty-two in that season, so it makes sense. And then as it goes along, he kind of develops more of a pattern. But Dean's always had the same, like, the same thing. It's so weird to me because it's, like, the same thing since season one. The show's been on for, like, 13, 14 years, and he has dressed exactly the same. Could you imagine a person being like that in real life? Like, from 
20, what is he, 26 in the first, like 26 to, I guess he's like almost pushing 40. He's yeah. almost 40 years old, just dressing exactly the same, like Hank Hill or Homer Simpson. Like, it reminds me very much of a cartoon. Like, mm. he dresses exactly the same, except for color in every episode. That's an, that's an interesting perspective. Right? Mm. I never really thought about that. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just very bizarre to me. Because eventually you have those shirts. You know what? Eventually these shirts will wear and tear from all the, the fighting that a you lot do of them the But Let's get into that. Yeah. A lot of them have, so there's a lot of shirts that have the buttons are cut off. Mm -hmm. There are some shirts that are have like tears in them, like no, not really that noticeable. And then a lot of the times when like a scene happens where he gets a lot of blood on him or something, you won't see that shirt again. Like there, there might be one very similar to it, but the stitching on the pocket might be different or the... The scenes might be different. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, a lot of this stuff is not stuff that I just noticed on my own. A lot of this stuff. You defend yourself. No, but <laughs> really, like I'm not that meticulous. A lot of the stuff is on that website. Like it, it shows stuff like that. I I didn't take the time to notice all the like the st stitching on the pocket. Hey, so you know what, Jackson? If you did. Okay. I wish I did, honestly. That would have been awesome, but I can't take credit for that. I'm not. There are, well, I admit, there are several times while we're watching an episode, and, and particularly Lazarus Rising, because when you when you watch an episode where you're trying to summon Castiel, if you, like, pause it and, like, look around, you can see all these all the different symbols that are written on all over, the, and they're, cause they're all over the place, and there are quite a few that I recognize. Um, but, um, yeah, the, uh, like, for example, they there was a pitchfork drawn on there, and I was like, is that is that like the symbol for is that Satan? Yeah, it was it was it's actually it's in and it's in this book. Um, not not this book, it's in the uh, the mythology supernatural is uh, the sigil sigil of Satan, which is just the pitchfork. But I looked at it and I was like, dude, is that like is that Neptune? And I looked it up. Trident. And uh, yeah, the symbol for uh, Neptune's a trident, but it has a line through it at the bottom, and it has like little uh, points at the top. That's pretty cool. So uh, and um, Neptune, not really the, not the demigod Neptune, but like the planet. Right. No. Yeah. I figured. The, uh, the mystic, I think. Uh, no, I absolutely no. I'm referring to Holst. The he, he had a movement of he had a movement of these different pieces about the planets, like. Jupiter was the Jupiter, the bringer of gelidity. Mars was the bringer of war. Yeah, Jello. And Jupiter, think, the bringer of Jello. I think Neptune's the mystic. Uh, Neptune being all mysterious. Yeah, but I mean, okay. So, what shoes does Sam wear though? I told you he wears slip-ons. He wears slip-ons. What? Slip-on Crocs? I don't know. What? Yeah, slip-on Crocs. <laughs> he wears episode. Crocs every episode. Every single episode. Yeah. He's worn slip-on orange Crocs. <laughs> Why orange? I don't know. You have to ask him that. It's very vibrant. He, uh, no, he wears, like, slip-on, uh, it's like Cap, just some construction brand of boot, which is, like, the same as Dean. I mean, I have a pair of steel toes like it, like, the ones that Dean wears. It's, like, the, it's just steel toe, like, caterpillar. You know, I used boots. to wear steel toe boots when I, when I was working construction, and later my dad pointed something out, and he was like, you know, Wearing steel toe boots when you're in, in constructions, it sounds like a good idea, but if something heavy enough falls on your foot and it bends that steel and goes right into your toes and you don't have any toes anymore, <laughs> you're, yeah. you're pretty, you're screwed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Think about that. It's very, uh, the way that I guess kind of both of them dress, but Sam's a little more uh, risque with his fashion choices. He goes a little out. It's very like... What about all the hunters? Don't all the hunters kind of have like the same? Yeah, it's all kind of the same. It's like it's very uh, even the ones who are brought into it, like yeah. Jody and uh, Claire. Very middle America, like blue collar way of dressing. You know, mm -hmm. like it's cold, like yeah. And I mean, they film it in Vancouver, so that makes sense that it's it's all kind of done like that, where they wear multiple layers. Like you never see them in shorts, or that would be mm -hmm. very weird. You never see any of them wearing white because you get blood and dirt all over you. So it makes sense. It's very uh, functional, function over fashion. He was well. I feel like Sam wears like white V-necks a lot. We'll see. That's again. That's where Sam kind of takes the little. That's the college in him. He kind of goes a little more. He goes a little more out there with his choices. Yeah, I've got uh, I've got some white V-necks, but I like wearing them because they're very, they're thin and they're very. They're not. They're uh, they breathe. 
They breathe. Yeah. They breathe. It's probably why Sam wears them. Yeah. yeah, he's always jogging and shit. Yeah. He's got a... <laughs> they don't care about that. I watched this um, outtake of the. Uh, you remember when he was jogging around? They're staying at a hotel, and he comes back in. They're drinking like he stops drinking at juice or something like that. Yeah. There is an extended clip of that where he keeps doing all these stretches. I've seen that. Yeah. yeah, and it's just. <laughs> and Dane's just like looking. At he him. keeps talking, and, and it's great because they get through the scene, mm-hmm. and <laughs> it's just so funny. I think Sam or uh, you know Jared's like trying to like in there. Trying to break him or something, but it doesn't work. But you know, and what I thought was really funny is Jimmy Novak in the show when he's talking to Castiel and he's like, "All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say yes, Castiel, cool." Um, he like gets it's like a ritual, like so he gets like ready. Yeah, he he takes a shower, he showers up, he shaves, you know, and then he puts on a suit. He takes puts on his like overcoat, his trench coat, whatever, and he's like, "All right, here we go." Yeah, I'm gonna dress up to. It's like he's going kick, to church or yeah, something. Yeah, dress up, kicks an ass. Which maybe that is what what it was. Maybe he was like dressing up to go to church, sort of vibe. Yeah. But yeah. And Crowley always wears like a, like a nice. It's black. Like yeah, black. he has a dark all, red. Almost all black. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like a paisley tie, like something like that. And a um pocket square. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's dressed very uh, kind of dark flamboyance to it. Mm. Uh, which is very fitting to his personality, his character. Yeah. But and then Bobby is Bobby dresses that same way. He wears a lot of like vest jackets. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. he's got a few different of his little trucker caps and stuff like that. And you see a couple times where it's Dean is dressing in Bobby's clothes. Like the very beginning when he gets out of hell and mm-hmm. he goes to Bobby's. Yeah. He's wearing a shirt that looks like something Bobby would wear. Yeah. Because he doesn't have access to his and own. He had like, wardrobe. you know, he got out and I guess he was like. I don't know if he was, I guess he was wearing the flannel when he got out. Something that's really weird that I actually noticed, this isn't from the website, but the first three seasons, Dean wears a lot of light gray t shirts, like undershirts, instead of black and dark gray. I mean, he wears those too, but he wears a lot of light gray occasionally. Um, undershirts. He actually wears a light gray undershirt when he gets killed by the hellhound, and he's when he's hanging from the like the chains and everything. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and it's all shredded. After that, when he gets out, when he get, gets out of hell, he ne- like never wears one again, except for when he's with Lisa and Ben. What's weird is when he gets out of hell, he's wearing a black shirt. Yeah, well, that's what they buried him with. I guess they changed him and buried him, like to give him a. I think, yeah, because, yeah, you know what, it was weird because Sam was being all creepy, like, you know, I don't want to burn his body because he's going to need it, he's going to need it when I right, back, yeah. so it was, uh, um, was kind of creepy. So, uh, yeah, it's almost like he wore it for however many decades he was in hell, so he was like, nah, I'm not really feeling the, maybe it's like triggering. Yeah, and when he got out, I don't know if he was wearing the flannel when he got out, because you, you, I can't, I don't think he was. But at some point, because you see him reaching out with his hand, he, he, there's no, there's like a black sleeve, and that's it. When he gets out, he's wearing a blue button-down. He is? Okay. Because then, when you see him... Because he wraps him, it around his Yeah, that's so what I was getting to. Him. Like, you see him, you, you rarely see him with it on, so immediately he puts it around his waist. Mm-hmm. And, and even when he goes and he finds... Because it's hot. Wait, is it back on when he goes and he finds Bobby? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I don't know when he makes the phone call when it's not on. Yeah. Because you see him, because that's how, I guess that's how they led it into him yeah. finding that mark. He's like, wait, which, which, what arm was it? I think it's this arm. Is it? Yeah, because yeah, I'm thinking about, because, uh, let me think. No, left one. Because when they're sitting there, Pamela needed something to, to touch that, that the, whatever pulled him out of hell touched. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's sitting to her right, so she puts her hand on, on him. <laughs> nice. But yeah, so, uh, and there's other little things like his purgatory jacket, that's a big one, like the one that he only wore when he was in purgatory. Yeah. Uh, which was the other leather jacket. And then obviously his dad's leather jacket is his, like, superhero jacket, that's, like, the one that's yeah. his most notable. And, uh, I, I know that the, um, and in a way, the, uh, the, the Castiel's trench coat, or his coat, whatever you want to call it, um, is sort of like symbolic of like a um of of like a passing a, a passing a torch I, I guess or like you know because when he comes back from um when he when he's like he thinks he's a faith healer and he realizes who he is mm-hmm. you know Dean's got that trench coat in his truck yeah. like he can't again be, it's like they're superheroes it's yeah. like they it's like here's your costume yeah. yeah it's like here's your thing put yeah. it on let's go go be Batman yeah, or Robin it would be like giving Batman his cowl 
Like it's yeah. like that's what it is like to me. And it, I, again, other shows definitely have costumes and ways of dressing because it's how you familiarize yourself with a character. Yeah. You know, it's you you see them wearing that and you're like, oh, he's him. You know. Yeah. But. I, I just haven't seen it to that extent that it is with Supernatural. Yeah. And it makes sense because they're, I mean, in a way they are superheroes, you know, they're, they save the world and, you know, they're not entirely human most of the time. I have seen something similar to that with, um, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Really? Yes. Yeah, I've never watched that show. Some of their, um, you would love that show. I know. You would really like it. Um... But uh, some of their shirts, like the one with the horse on it and the, like the flames in the background, like Charlie Day kept that shirt. He like he, he basically stole it from mm-hmm. from uh, wardrobe. And there's a couple other ones that uh, that uh, Rob McElhenney, uh took from wardrobe, and you see him wear it again and again in the show. I will actually. I just thought of something. There is one other show that I've seen that has that weird like attention to detail with uh, like the consistency of how a person dresses. Mm-hmm. And it's Big Bang Theory, which I hate that show. I don't like that show. I hate that show. Just going to add a little thing. But I have watched it. Like, I watched a few seasons of it. And, yeah, they dress, like, so uh, Leonard, is that his name? Like, the main dude, like, the nerdy dude. He wears, like, t-shirt with a hoodie. And then he wears these jack, like, these thick, like, corduroy jackets. And they live in Pasadena, like, California. That doesn't make any sense to me. But... Yeah, he dresses like all of all of, like supernatural. Like he wears like three layers of clothing. Uh, Sheldon wears like the nerdy shirt, and then he'll wear like an undershirt, yeah. long sleeve undershirt, dressing like a '90s dude with like a t-shirt and then another shirt under it. Yeah. And then the other day, uh, but with the other dude, uh, Howard, he wears like turtlenecks. Yeah, they have a weird way of. They, I don't know That's why. Weird. I yeah, I've I've never I've never I've watched like I think I've watched one episode of Big Bang Theory, but from everything that I've I've seen online, everything like that, I got I tired watched, of seeing all this crap online and shit like that. And I, just, I, I just think don't, I watched the first season, and then I've seen a few episodes here or there. But I'm just disinterested. Like yeah, I'm not a fan of it. But like I said, I, I that's the first thing that I go to and I pay attention to is the wardrobe, like the way that they dress. I don't know why. I don't know what it is. Breaking Bad actually is kind of like that. I'm starting to like note it, like think about more yeah. now. Breaking Bad is that way. Breaking Walter White, he wore his like. How I Met Your Mother. How I Met Your Mother's like that, but not to the extent that uh, the other shows are. Yeah, that's they'll, true. They'll there, yeah, I mean, there's no, there's no, and these are really like sitcoms. The only per- yeah, the sitcoms are usually like that, um, except Big Bang Theory. Uh, have you re- have you watched um, How to Get Away with Murder? No. Let me think. I mean, I mean, they're they're a bunch of college kids, so they're I don't I don't know if any of their 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 costumes hold some kind of symbolic meaning. So I mean, like the only person on How I Met Your Mother who obviously has like a like a costume a uniform is Barney he's got his suit yeah. but they do that for a reason they made like that's there for a reason it's not just there um yeah it's weird I don't know Breaking Bad's a big one but it, it makes sense though because Breaking Bad Walter White was a obviously like he was somebody that you would want to be physically memorable somebody that you don't even have to think about like you yeah. can get an eye like get a picture of exactly what he looks like in your head yeah to make the show more or you know even let's go if we, if we even like go back a little bit let's talk about Abaddon right, right? so a- Abaddon had that had that dress on because she was about to do the initiation thing with Men of Letters and then she comes back she sees that nerdy girl in the costumes shop and she's like sup B mm-hmm. and uh, I like that shirt give it to me <laughs> something like that like I like that was exactly what and she, she t- yeah she's like hey girl take off your clothes um, that's exactly how it went down. That's exactly how it went down. Exactly. Um, and so she, she gets the shirt and says, devil made me do it. And she has that little leather jacket that that girl is wearing too. But that's exactly how she dresses for every time you see Abaddon, she's wearing that. And it's not really like, the only person I can think of who's like that is, is kind of, is like Castiel. He's always wearing the same thing. I don't, I'm not really too sure about Crowley because there's not anything in his costume that distinguish as far as colors go that distinguish it's mostly uh, it's just really dark side it's black yeah. mostly um but uh but uh, abaddon's like i thought that was you know the devil made me do it that's the funny thing mm-hmm. it's funny like people don't really think about it but 
wardrobe is one of the easiest and most effective ways to establish a character without having to say anything. Mm -hmm. It's like you can you can tell immediately what the per like what kind of person. Well, yeah, we're very we're very visual creatures. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, yeah. But you don't think about it. Yeah, you know, no, we don't. No, no. It's not like a it's, oh he is wearing this. It's not necessarily this. well not. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure that some people they 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 think about it and like you, um, but mo generally it's like almost in the back of your mind. It's not really like on the surface level, right there, like while you're walking around and doing your thing every single day. Yeah. But um, like a lot of people don't notice. Um, uh, what's another one? Like uh, it's not really about wardrobe, but like body language or like facial expression. A lot of people don't notice that. But posture. Yeah. Like almost the entire time of we're doing this video, we're mirroring each other. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> no, no big deal. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's and, cool little it, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of it's uh, color too. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I can't tell you how many times people at work think that because I'm wearing a red chef coat that I'm important. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, that I'm like a, some kind of like a, a boss or something like that. Mm -hmm. So I'm wearing like a bright red chef coat. Yep. And so they're like, oh, there's, there's a guy I need to talk to. No, I told you before that like all the time I would wear I would dress in like a dress shirt and in slacks and stuff back before that we really like got in trouble for that. Like not wearing our uniform and people would think I'm a manager. Yeah. And it's just yeah, yeah people make the assumption. And I guess that chef coat of mine is almost in itself a superhero costume. There you go. Yeah. You have your own little thing. I save the day. There you go. That's right. But yeah, so that's we probably wrap this up because I think we've been talking for three hours now about three hours. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah, about three right. hours. I think my. Uh... Uh, yeah, so we can go ahead and wrap. Yeah, we can wrap this up, man. Okay, so this was easily the nerdiest episode that we've ever done. Very easy. Uh, easy to try. All we had to do was memorize some lines at the beginning, and that was it. <laughs> so if you like this episode, share it with your friends, family. Give it a likes. Uh, if you have a goldfish. Yeah, who knows? Whatever you want to do. Whatever uh, you want to do with you this know, video. Give it a like on YouTube. Yeah, throw a like on it. on you. If you're watching this on YouTube, I don't know if we're going to put it on any other platform, but if you mm -hmm. go ahead and throw a like on it if you're watching it on yeah. YouTube. Subscribe. Platform, subscribe, follow, thumbs up, uh, rate, comment what your favorite part was, who you think is sexier. Yeah, uh, him or me. Favorite color. Uh, fa what's your favorite Dean shirt? <laughs> and why? And leave some comments, yo. What's your, favorite, what's your favorite symbol? What's your favorite symbol? You know, what, what, uh, you know, are you uh, going to take, uh, are you going to take any of this and like try to maybe apply it to the show when you're watching yeah. it next time? Yeah. Uh, watch our previous episode where we talk about Destiel if you haven't. Uh, yeah, and just re really, yeah, Destiel Smash. And <laughs> follow me on Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram at Jackson the Boyd. I just put out an EP, five tracks, Roast Eyes Red. You can find that on my band camp. I guess throw it out there. <laughs> right, man, I gotta do it. I gotta do the plug. Uh, you can follow him on Facebook at Danny Wilt. You can also like our Facebook page, Team Free Wilt. TFW. Hashtag TFW. Team Free Wilt. Baby. <laughs> so, yeah. That's... And also, our, uh, our, uh, if, you want to, if you want to email us, we also have the Team Free Will cast. TeamFreeWillCast.gmail.com yes, gmail.com So, yeah. So, yeah. That's it. See you guys. guys. Take care. And watch, uh, watch, stay tuned for any uh, further videos. Stay tuned for more episode six coming at you hot pretty soon. Later.